0: Hey, good evening, everyone. Um, My name is Apostle Maud Thornton. Um, Tonight we're going to do a little something different. Normally I would uh, speak uh, and just, uh, you know, allow everything to go its way as the Holy Spirit would, and even the Holy Spirit is going to have its ways because I want to welcome each and every one of you to Holy Ghost University. As you sit in this classroom with the Holy Ghost, Um, this message is a little bit different. It calls for participation in in this part because the thing, the very thing that God gave me, the Holy Spirit gave me to discuss is with participation. So um, those of you who are able to talk as I am talking, please do so because tonight is about all getting understanding. And all that I get, get understanding um tonight i want to talk to you about something that a lot of people have a hard time dealing with even believers have a hard time dealing with and that is hearing the voice of god hearing the voice of god hearing the voice of god is normal for the sons and daughters of god i'm gonna say that again hearing the voice of god is normal for the sons and daughters of God. A lot of times with people who do not believe there is not a God, they will equate their life to experiences with names called higher power, the universe, or believe that life situations appears to them as deja vu. However, the children of God know the Father's voice when he speaks. The voice of God is very clear to those that seek Him. God can be heard through many different ways. And today, besides um, prophecy that God can speak to his, his, his prophets, His prophetess, or even through a donkey, besides that, I want to ca- uh, cap- uh, gravitate towards the four ways that God speaks. And I'm going to give some scriptures. Out and um, please be looking for those scriptures. And when I give the first one, I will ask you to read it so everyone can hear it. Uh, the first way that God speaks is through a spontaneous thought. Uh, how do we know that God speaks through a uh, spontaneous thought? The first scripture that I have for you tonight is John 10:27. Can somebody read John 10:27, please? Does anyone have it? My sheep listen to
1: my voice. I know them, and they follow me.
0: My sheep, my people, my children know my voice, and they follow follow me. So as you are getting a spontaneous thought, realize that your thought is not your thought, because if it was your thought, as the prophet Isaiah said in uh, uh, Isaiah 55, He said, my thoughts are not like your thoughts. My ways are not like your ways. So he speaks through a spontaneous thought with John 27 being my sheep know my voice. Okay. The second way that God speaks is learning to be still before the Lord. Psalms 46 and 10, learning to be still before the Lord. Psalms 46 and 10. Can somebody read Psalms 46 and 10?
1: He said, he said, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth.
0: Be still, know that I am God. Sometimes when you are dealing with situations, that are out of your control, and you think you have to have an answer. It is best to be still, and we see it in the Word. He says it. The writer of Psalms, David, says, "Be still, know I am the Lord." Okay, if you're going to hear God's voice, you got to learn how to be still. You can't be doing a lot of whole lot of moving and think that you're hearing from God, because if, if you're doing a whole lot of moving and you think you hear from God, you can't be hearing from God because why? Self likes to get in the way of the voice of God. Also, the devil likes to talk the very thing that you like to hear. So you have to get still so God can speak to you in those low places. The next way that God likes to speak is looking for vision as you pray. God speaks through vision and dreams. Okay? The scripture for that one for tonight is Joel chapter 2, verse 28 and 29. Joel chapter 2, verse 28 and 29.
1: And afterwards, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream and dream. Your young men will see vision. Even on my servant, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days.
0: Once again, we have prophecy. We have dreams. And we have vision. That is the way that God will speak to you. He can speak to you individually, as you heard in the scripture, and he can speak to you as collectively as the whole body of, of Christ by uh, prophecy. Okay. The last the last way that God speaks is realizing the importance of two way journaling. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse
1: 2 and 3 Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2 and 3 Then the Lord replied write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that Herbert may run with it for the revelation awaits a appointed time it speaks of the end and will not prove false though it linger wait for it it will certainly come and will not delay
0: once again there goes that wonderful word wait as you're waiting up on the lord the lord may have you write some things down you may not hear a prophecy but your prophecy may come through I'm speaking to you, and you writing it down. For such a time, it may not be that very moment. It may not be an hour. It may not be a week. It may not even be in a year. But it is for an appointed time. Okay. I want to give some illustrations to you where we see God speak uh, to to people in in the Word. The first place we hear God speak to men was in Genesis chapter 3, verses 8 through 11, when Adam and Eve heard God walking the earth and called out to them in the garden of Eden. Okay? He, they, he was walking in the garden. They had already seen God called out to Adam. Adam, where are you? Scripture goes on to say, he Adam, he is Eve. Hid from God, and Adam had to approach God, and God said, "Where were you? I hid because I was naked and afraid." Once again, God spoke. The the second time that we see God speak is we hear God speaking when He talks to Abraham in Genesis chapter twelve, when He commanded Abram to leave his father's house. And go into a land, there are, go into a land, go into a land. Sometimes when it's time for you to move in a situation, God will speak to you to get up and move. He will sometimes tell you to sell everything that you have. Because you cannot hold on to a thing and expect God to bless you in another season if you don't let go. There are many more in the Bible where we see God having conversation with people to instruct, warn, rebuke, and even praise. Here's where God gives instruction in his word. God spoke to Moses to lead the people out of Egypt. Here we find that he says, Moses, even though you got a studying problem, I need you to go deliver the message to Pharaoh, to let my people go. That's instructing. Secondly, we find that God can give a warning. God spoke to the prophet Ezekiel to give a warning to the children of Israel. Israel, chapter 3, verse 17 and 19. Israel, chapter 3, verse 17 and 19. Ezekiel, I'm sorry, Ezekiel chapter three, verse 17 and 19. Son
1: of man, I have made you a watchman of the people of Israel. So hear the word I speak and give them warning for me. When I say to a wicked person, you will surely die and you do not warn them or speak out to assault them for their evil ways in order to save their lives, the wicked person will die for their sin, and I will hold you accountable for their blood. But if you do warn the wicked person, and they do not turn from their wickedness or from their evil ways. They will die for their sins, but you will have saved yourself.
0: God will have you give a warning. God will have you give a warning. The next one we want to deal with, and uh, this one uh, uh, a lot of folks really run away from, and especially when it's needed to be done, rebuke. <laughs> God will rebuke you. God will. It says. It says in this word. God chastises those who He loves. In other words, He will rebuke you. Second Timothy chapter three, verse sixteen and seventeen. Second Timothy. Chapter 3, verse 16 and
1: 17. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God used it to prepare and equip
0: his people to do every good work. Mm-hmm. And correct the word. of God corrects us when we are wrong. Just as when we were children, we had our parents to correct us. Um, uh, they would say, no, you don't say that. No, you don't act like that. The same thing is with the father. He's gonna, He's going to correct us when we are wrong and when we are out of line. And the last one I have for you tonight is which was a very unusual one, but when I, Holy Spirit had me look into it, I really saw what the Holy Spirit was showing me. And this one is God praises. We find that God and Satan is having a conversation about Job. And in this manner, God is praising Job because Job is faithful. He's faithful to God, regardless of what happened in his life. He is faithful. He will not turn turn his back on God. And God is praising him, saying to the devil, Hey, have you tried my servant Job? And so in this manner, what we find in Job chapter one, verses five through eight. Job chapter one, five through eight.
1: When when these celebrations end, sometime after several days, Job would purify his children. children. He would get up early in the morning and offer a blunt offering to each of them, for Job said to himself, perhaps my children have sinned and have cursed God in their hearts. This was Job's regular practice. Job first test. One day the members of the heaven courts came to present themselves before the Lord, and the accuser, Satan, came with them. Where have you come from? The Lord asked Satan, and Satan answered the Lord, I have been prying, prying the earth, watching everything that is going on. Then the Lord asked Satan, have you noticed my servant Job? He is the finest man in all the earth. He is blameless and man of complete integrity. He fears God and stays away from evil.
0: See that? God is praising Job. I want to say to you tonight, ladies and gentlemen, get in a place, as the scripture of Psalm 46, uh, 10 says, you got to get in a place where you can hear God. This in this day and time as we are in the last days, a lot of people are not wanting it to hear from God. They're wanting to hear their favorite preacher. They're, want, they're wanting to read their favorite book. They're wanting to do X, Y, Z, but they don't want to take the time to shut everything off around them and get on their faces to hear a word from God for themselves. They want to go to the prophet. They want to go to the apostle. They want to go to the pastor. And, and yes, the, the fivefold is in there to edify and to encourage the body. But if you yourself are a child of God, a son of God, a daughter of God, you have to get in that place of prostrate on your face to hear God for yourself. The word declares that we only no, in part we only prophesy in part. So if that is the case, how much more can God speak to the to, to the son or to the daughter if he if he or she is laid out in prostrate in the manner that is needed to be? God will speak to you directly. He won't have to use a man or a woman or a message to speak to you. He will speak to you directly if your heart is pure and you are in the right posture position of prayer. This is the reason why I I noticed in the announcement on Saturday you got prayer. This is your opportunity for God to speak to you. Don't miss that opportunity for God to speak to you in the moment of prayer. Don't make it look like it's just a cliche because it's prayer on Saturday. Make it an opportunity where you get to meet the Father right where you are. You are getting to meet the King right where you are, and you get an opportunity to have a conversation with him. Take that time on Saturday to have that conversation. Don't wait on somebody trying to deliver your word. He has the word for you himself. With that being, ladies and gentlemen, as we end class tonight, I just want to leave you, those who may be starting off hearing from God, I wish you to please meditate on Psalms 46 and 10. Meditate on them. If you don't hear anything, don't move. With that being, Apostle Joanne Hall, I appreciate the opportunity to always uh, come and um, speak to the people of God. Um, At this point, I'll turn the service back over to you.